From the PSIASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. Today we're visiting with Jonathan Ballou to talk about Alpine fundamentals. Jonathan, it is absolutely awesome to be speaking with you this morning. George, great to be back. So the fundamentals, what does that mean to you, Jonathan? Um, uh, dictionary definition? <laughs> uh, base components, right? Uh, when skiing, we've identified five of them. Um, it's basically an expansion of the five fundamentals we have, uh, which while there's an order to them, there's no order to them. They're all equally important. Um, they, they just expand a bit more on the, on the skills concept. So, or I should say, they don't expand on the skills concept. They narrow the skills concept. Skills concept is everything that could control rotary, everything that could control uh, rotation of the skis. Sorry, everything that could control pressure on the skis, everything that could control uh, the angle of the ski to the snow, blended into those three areas. You know, rotation control, pressure control, edge control, and it's everything. It's not evaluative. It's just an inventory, right? Of all the ways you can do it, knowing that you have to combine all three of those for skiing to happen. You know, and one of those without the others doesn't work. Going into this conversation, I kind of wanted to talk to you about one fundamental, but just what you said at the beginning, there's no priority to these. Let, let's get into that because when we're taking a lesson, when we've got a lesson, how do we prioritize that lesson but yet not prioritize the fundamentals? Does that make sense? Oh, okay. So if you're going into a teaching question, that's a different question than you asked me, George. If you're going into teaching, yeah, it's, there's going to be a faster path to development of somebody's skiing if you pick, um, if you if you focus in on either a fundamental or a blend of fundamentals to create an outcome that's going to elevate somebody faster than say picking something less relevant. Um, but to to go back to the first question was pick one of the fundamentals that's most meaningful to you. And I wouldn't even know where to begin because at a base level for skiing to work, all of those fundamentals have to be present. And the difference between the fundamentals and skills concept is they, they create a bit more narrowness, right? This says, um, here's what you use for F pressure for. It's to direct pressure along the length of the ski because the ski has different characteristics. If you pressure the front or the pressure the middle or pressure the back, particularly if it's on edge, right? Which moves you into an edging one. How do you get the ski on edge? Well, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to tip it, and there's two ways you can tip it. You can lean the whole body, or you can um, you can tip parts of the body. And in reality, we do not one or the other, but both all the, all the time. So if you're finding yourself only doing one, something's probably a little off. Not always. There's always exceptions, but something's probably a little off. And then there's a component of every turn has some angle of steering to it. So some steering angle sets the difference between the, the direction the skis are pointed and say the upper body. And we're just saying that that control of the turning of the ski, the steering component, comes from the lower body against the upper body or independently from. And then you're looking at uh, the, the foot-to-foot one, which is the second one in the order, which is basically great skiing happens on the outside ski. We direct pressure from ski to ski. We have the ability to control pressure from ski to ski while directing pressure to the outside ski. So you have a fundamental piece. You have two pieces of that fundamental. One is you have to be able to move between your right and left foot. And when you're going right, you're moving towards your left foot. And then the last one is you put all that stuff together uh, and you get uh, uh, you get pressure from the snow. And that's really where cool stuff happens. It moves you and you have to manage that generally with the other fundamentals. So knowing that all the fundamentals are happening at all the t- at all times, um, 
they and they interplay off each other. They don't just happen at the same time. They are completely interwound as to how they operate. Right, the term with doesn't happen without one. So, um, when we look at a skier and we work with them, or we work on our own skiing, we find if there's a deficiency, it's not like one's not existed, but if there's a deficiency in an area or a blend, uh, focusing in on on one thing, whatever it might be, whether it's the rotational one or it's the foot to foot one or the four aft one, um, might be a uh, a faster way to get a person or yourself to an end goal. But if you pick the same one all the time, you're it's like a, you know it's that saying from uh, Twain: if uh, all you have is a hammer, the world is a nail, something like that. Um, you, you, it's not like I can say. Yeah, I'm always working on foot-to-foot balance. No, that's if if I have my my personal inclination, which is a funny way to say that. My personal bias in skiing <laughs> has always been to move too far inside. So I find that when I work more on foot-to-foot pressure control, it's not because that's the most important one, but it, more often than not, my mistakes are because I've gone too far inside. So when I work foot-to-foot and I stay more on my outside ski or my left foot when I go right. I'm more able to tip my legs under my body. I'm more able to turn my legs. I tend to stay more in the middle of the ski or whatever part of the ski I want to be on, and the pressure comes through my outside foot so I can manage it. But that's because my bias has always been to move too far to the inside, and when that happens, I lose the ability to control the other ones. But that's not true of everybody. I work plenty of other people that say that you know their, their bias is, okay, they might be too far inside, but it's because of a rotational component. So I'm not going to work on the outside ski. They aren't separating the right place. I've worked with a lot of racers that have a problem getting out of turns because they they their their rotational separation is is uh, is is not is not strong. So their ability to you know turn the skis uh, 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 with the lower body independent of the upper body becomes a uh, the larger problem. Um, it's actually maybe not that's not the problem itself, but it manifests itself as late pressure in the turns. Uh, or uh, 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 too too little pressure in the top of the turn, uh, which is slow, right? So we need to work through some. Uh, that's not a foot to foot or, or rotation or, or a pressure control thing or even an edging thing. It's very much a rotational thing to affect these other pieces. But it's the fastest way to get that person working through rotational control. Might be the fastest way to get that person to move their pressure from the bottom of the turn to the top of the turn. So no one one is a pathway to others. And that pathway changes depending on the intent of the person, the motivation of the person, their beliefs, their biases, their background, their current performance. I'm really enjoying this conversation, Jonathan. It's making me think of a clinic I had with Jen Metz where she's very strong on teach the skill, not the drill. And so she would have us do a drill, but then everybody in the group had to apply a different fundamental to that drill. Yep. Um, as we said before, each, that's a great point. She's a fantastic clinic leader, um, who totally believes this. I'm hundred percent with her on this is that each, um, if they're fundamental, which is the kind of the, the base of all great skiing, right? Every drill we do has all of them present. There's, there isn't one drill that I can think of that we're not doing all of them, right? Uh, even in a straight run. 
you're still doing all of them. You're just controlling. You're controlling the rotational stuff so you go straight. You're controlling the edging so that you don't so you have a flat ski. You're controlling uh, the foot to foot so that you're on two you're on both skis. You're controlling the uh, fore aft so that wherever you, you want to be, wherever you're being asked to be, which is usually in the middle, right? So they're they're all they're all present. Um, I had a conversation online. Um, like most online conversations in, in forums go, I would put that in the category of an argument, pretty impolite too, probably, um, about uh, 13, 14 years ago, maybe it's 12 years ago, somewhere in that range, with someone, no idea who it was, on, um, uh, uh, and it resolved well, by the way, but um, on uh, um, pivot slips, there was a statement in some forum that said, pivot slips are used for rotational stuff, and somebody else was arguing, oh, you can use it for anything, and Somebody was absolutely dead set on it being a rotational thing. This is what it's used for. Uh, so I posed the question, okay, that's the obvious thing you do for a pivot slip. I mean, look, you look at somebody, what, what's a pivot slip, right? You're sliding straight down a hill, and you're watching the legs turn, turn the skis, and 180 degrees-ish, and the upper body turn a lot less, so point more down the hill. So it's obviously that it's got a bias towards rotation. And it's like, yeah, that's an obvious rotational exercise. We see that a lot in, say, you know, level two Kansas stock answer at this is like, so what are you going to do? Teach them rotation. Well, I'm going to start with some bow ties and then I'm going to move into some pivot slips and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, get, that's logical. But how do you do a pivot slip accurately um, without controlling the angle of the ski to the snow? You'll high side or you'll stop, right? So, Equally, you could say, no, I'm going to I'm going to focus on edge control in my pivot slips. In fact, many people who can't perform a pivot slip well doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the fact they can't rotate their legs under them. Some of them have has to do with how they tip and release the edge, how they control the edge in the course of the turn. Many of them don't do a pivot slip well or, or have errors because they're um, if you, they try to stand on two feet the entire time because they think, okay, I'm sliding sideways, so I'm I'm not going to balance the outside ski. But if I don't balance my downhill ski, it's really hard to keep turning my legs underneath my body. So it becomes a foot-to-foot balance thing that corrects the pivot slip, not the rotational piece. And then they take that back into their skiing. You can apply that to absolutely any fundamental in just about any drill. I can't think of one. can't think of a drill off the top of my head that I couldn't figure out a way to add every fundamental as a focus but I'm not negating the possibility that someone else would think of that. So I'm not saying everyone, I'm saying pretty much everything. So this is very interesting for me, Jonathan, because so often we're talking about we've got to expand our toolbox. Uh, it sounds like if we're more effective with our tools, we can really apply all the fundamentals to what we know. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I look at understanding the fundamentals is a way of building a larger toolbox, not in the sense of having more and more tools, but we could take a look at the fundamentals in such a way where um, we limit our ability to expand our toolbox. And then we're going to, or we could look at it, or or uh, let me say that again. We could look at the fundamentals in such a way that we uh, limit the use of each of our tools or, we could look at the fundamentals in such a way that it expands our use of each of our tools. So an example being, if I look at the fundamentals in total isolation, that's going to make a very narrow thought process. Say I'm always working on this one, I'm working on or this exercise is only for this fundamental. Pivot slips are only for the rotational control thing. If that's, um, 
if, if we think that way, our toolbox has to be absolutely enormous because you have to have like tens of exercises for each one of these five fundamentals. But you could also look at it a different way and say that because they're all interlinked um, and all complementary, it's much more gray and blended than that, uh, that isolated way of looking at it. Therefore, any tool I have could work for anything if I phrase it correctly. I put it in the right environment. I, 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 I highlight the right components of that. Uh, I tailor it to the person correct, correctly. So looking at it that way naturally expands our toolbox because it makes every one of our tools more versatile. Jonathan, it is always a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, how are you spending the summer? I know there's a, a big change in plans and everything, but uh, what are you doing to uh, keep life interesting these days? Well, these days I'm working from home, which is not really any different than what I usually do in May, so that's not abnormal. Uh, I can't go to the gym, so I'm working out at home as well. Yeah, working at home, I was working out at home. But uh, life for me, other than trying to figure out how to operate our summer businesses is, um, uh, is, is fairly normal. The actual routine of trying to figure out the problem solving of how do we, how do we operate our summer camps, our bike school, things like that in the current environment is certainly an interesting challenge, but, uh, past that challenge, um, life's actually more normal than one might expect. That may change once we get into summer operations. Well, Jonathan, I wish you all the best, and I thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us on First Chair today. Thank you, George. Have a great day. From the PSI ASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.